This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 to 8 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. DiPietro and Rothenberg. Matt Breida cuts it back to the left. At the 10, at the 5, touchdown. The Bills making it look very easy. I'm following this team since they started with the Titans. This is the worst New York Jets team I've ever witnessed. They've allowed 30-plus points in four straight games, and three of the four, they've allowed 40-plus points. Well, I mean, Patriots scored 50. The Jets are just horrible. There's nothing more to say. That was bad yesterday. That was horrible. There's a lot of things to look at, and we've got eight games. we got Find a way to get better. When does it stop? The bleeding just keeps going on and on and on. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. What can we do? What can we do? Because this is just too much at this point. This is too much. On 98.7 ESPN. Oh, the big 7 o'clock hour. It is DiPietro and Rothenberg with you, presented by Progressive Insurance. And all guests uh, on the show appear to be the Goodyear Hotline. Rex Ryan. 7.35 every single Monday morning. I, I, I love the Jets caller. What, what, can, what can we do? What can we do? The answer, Rick, is probably nothing. The only positive I will sit here and tell you is you'll get Zach Wilson back, so at least you get to see him, and hopefully watching and, 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 and viewing this team from afar will make him a better version of himself, and the schedule gets a little bit easier now uh, the next couple weeks. But what can you do? You can sit here and, and watch bad football is what you can do. The problem is, is that was the caller, but that feels like in, at halftime what the coaching staff was saying to themselves. That was the meeting. Oh, that wasn't solid? What can we do? What, yeah. I, anyone have any answers? Anybody? What can we do? Well, I'll tell you what you shouldn't do. Have Javelin Guidry one-on-one with Steph Diggs. Ever again. Ever. You shouldn't do that. And you keep saying the schedule gets easier. It, come on. Well, no, but it, it, it's not. I didn't when you're that you bad, nothing games, is easy. But it, it gets easier. No, stop that. When, when you're that bad, nothing is easy. <laughs> The Miami Dolphins are licking their chops right you now. Were, you, you were just 14-point underdogs. Now you're two three-point underdogs. It's it's easier. I'm not saying you're going to win the game. I'm just saying the schedule over the next couple of weeks is easier than it has been for the Jets. I don't like when you say that. I don't. For some oh reason, my, it bothers Come me. on. Well, no, because the defense... I mean, the defense is historically bad. I mean, Miami... Miami has not been good... I don't disagree with you. Miami has not been good. But still, I'm sure Miami's looking at this game as, oh, listen, you know, wait, good opportunity for Tua to answer all those, you know, all the questions about no, him. He can light wrong. it up. And here's the thing. I'm actually not trying to be a jerk. I'm not. I'm just I'm looking and giving my honest assessment. You go from New England and Indianapolis and Buffalo to Miami and Houston and Jacksonville. That's This is the easier part of the schedule for the Jets is all I'm saying. It's the easier part. You're not wrong, but the team's getting worse. It's not like the team has shown signs that when the schedule lightens up, this is when we can, you know, actually win make, a couple football games. No, you're you're right, and that's and that's why I think these are really big weeks. Is to at least, and again, I don't even think you need to win, but go out there and, and lose twenty-one seventeen and let Zach Wilson play decently and let the defense have a, a couple of moments where they're not the laughing stock of the league. No, see, I almost disagree with you. I think, I mean, at some point, you're going to have to win one of these games against a division opponent. You're going to have to. 
I mean, that's the division games are measuring stick games. Like, where, where are we at? Because that's, I mean, that's, they always say it. The easiest way to get to the playoffs is win your division. And when you look at what the Patriots this year have done to the Jets, and now what the Buffalo Bills just did to the Jets, God forbid you show up this Sunday and get smacked around by Miami. Oh, you think it's bad now. Well, I agree with you on smacked around. My point was go out there and at least just compete. Like have this, have this a, a, a four-point game with five minutes to go in the game. I think you yeah, but what lose- leads? But, but you keep saying that. What leads you to believe that it's going to be a close game? I, nothing. Not, not that, all I'm saying is that's, that's what I need to have happen. I can't go out there and lose 42-7 to to Miami. If Miami scores over 40 points, forget it. I'm not, you won't see me on Monday. You won't. I'm out. I'm done. Will you honestly, if Miami scores 40-plus points, will you take Monday off? Yes. If Miami scores 40-plus, forget it. I might take well, the whole let, week let, off. Let me see if I had this right now. Miami scores 40-plus, and now the show is mine on Monday morning? All by yourself. Wow. All by yourself, you can get you know, three straight hours of getting people fired up for for Giants, Bucks, whatever you want. Wow, wow! That, now you're again big smile on your face, good mood because your team didn't play and lose. <laughs> yes, that, that's why you're in a good mood. L- listen, my any any week the Giants don't lose is a good week. The Giants don't lose this week. This is a good week. I'm thrilled the Giants didn't play this weekend. With as bad as the defense has looked. Now, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like Miami is is a good offensive team. Miami's bad. Because they're not. Their defense has played better. Yes. All right? Their offensive line is lousy. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, the, Jet, the Jets' offensive line is no good either. I mean, Mike White took a beating yesterday. But why do you think that all of a sudden Zach Wilson, who stunk before he got hurt, is now going to just jump back in and then be good? Well, I don't know that that's going to happen. Oh, I don't think it is going to happen. So you expect more of the same this coming week against Miami? I can't imagine that the offense is going to look great. I have a hard time believing that. I mean, did Russell Wilson look great yesterday? They looked awful. Okay, did, did Aaron Rodgers look great yesterday? He didn't look good at all, no. Okay, so um, this is two of the best to ever do it that were off, that, that missed time and stepped back in and looked rusty. So now you get Zach Wilson, who looked awful before he got hurt, misses time, and now he's going to step back in against a pretty good—I mean, pretty good defense. Yeah, I think they're, defense they're pretty good. An above-average defense, I think that's yeah. Fair. I mean, get, getting better, trending in the right direction as opposed to the Jets' defense. So yeah, you can say it's the you know schedule on paper has lightened up, but it's also when you know when you're catching teams, when you're playing teams, and right now Miami is catching the Jets at the perfect time. And you the think Jets, this is a bad the, week? Who the hell knows? You think this is a bad week? At least Buffalo's good. At least Buffalo right now is probably the, the favorite or, or number two to go to the, the Super Bowl from the AFC. If you get hammered at home by Miami, you think the fans are upset today? They'll, they'll be off their rockers next Monday morning. No, see, I don't even know if they call in at that point. Oh, they'll call in. No, you think they'll do just... what you do and just take the day? Yeah, I just think it's, I mean, you heard, you heard Ira. I mean, Ira's checked out. They've killed Ira. They've what they killed thought. Ira. Yep, they killed Ira. Like, so, this is the worst he's ever seen. Will you take a day? Will you call in sick? Will it be a personal day? How will you go about this if the Jets allow 40 or more next next Sunday? Well, I just think it's understood. I don't, I don't have to say anything. There will be no words. 
Just, just and now you sleep in, like you sleep to like five thirty ish. Will you tune in to the show? No. <laughs> really? Well, you don't respond to me. I always listen to the show when I'm off. I text you stuff. You never respond to me. What? What? What do you mean? You text me stuff when you're listening to the show? We do the show together. No, when I'm off, I'll text you stuff, and you never respond. Well, because I feel like you should. You should be. You're on vacation. You're taking a day. It's a personal day. You shouldn't be. You know, knee deep in conversation with me. Yeah, but I like to. It's just part of my routine. Part of my day is to converse with you. All right. Listen. Well, then, then I would expect if the, if the Dolphins score more than forty, and you take next Monday off, that you 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 still listen. I can't listen. I can't make any guarantees. I don't know where I'll be at that point. I may have to pull a Rothenberg and leave, go somewhere nice. I think. Listen, it's very cathartic. I don't even I, listen. I may not even go to a nice hotel. I may just check myself into a CD motel. A CD pay by the hour motel? And see what happens. I would like this, that. I'll roll the dice. Put quarters in the bed kind of place? Yes. I think you should. I think it'd be good for you. Maybe that's what I'll do. I think you should. Let's go to Yoav in the car. Good morning, Yoav. Oh, they've, they've killed Yoav now. Yoav, are you there? Oh, th- now this is concerning. Oh, the and, boop. And there's the boop. Uh, RJ, boop. did I get the name wrong? Is that what happened? No, you did it. I, I got it right. Yeah, you got it, you got it, it was, right. It, he got killed by the boop. <laughs> I mean, I hope not. You know, I think that's what happened. You heard the boop. Someone passes every Tell, time. Tell a little boop, boop there tells you that's that. That's actually, that so you guys know, I received an email this, uh, this weekend. That's Stephen King's new novel. The boop? The boop. <laughs> Now, is he starting as a short story, and he'll turn it into a full-length movie at some point? Yeah, yeah. This will be a novel to the movie. Like a stand-by-me kind of situation. Exactly right. Yeah. Legs are Star- getting broken in this one. Starring Ray Santiago no, I don't, as I, I the, don't voice like of, the voice yes. of the boop. I like it. Hello? Are you there? Hello? Hello? <laughs> boop. Oh, and no. And, and he's dead. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen King. That's right. <laughs> Not sure I'm a fan of this. I don't want <laughs> Stephen King. You'll, 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 be, you'll watch like King Richard on Friday. And, and before you watch it, you'll get the, the previews. Man was home alone. I'm looking forward to seeing that movie, by the way. Yeah, King so Richard. am I. It's the be phone good. rang. He answered, hello, hello, <laughs> is anybody there? And then the boop. And that was it. And then like sheer terror, people running around panic. Yeah, this is like from the creators of The Ring. Brings you the telltale boop. Telltale yeah. little boop there tells you that that was on his end. <laughs> I love the way he says the telltale little boop. <laughs> it might be the greatest moment of one Raymond Santiago. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. And welcome aboard. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for a frenzy. <laughs> a football frenzy. You could say that 10,000 times and it still wouldn't be enough. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. A football frenzy. Any team, any player, any question. It is time now for the football frenzy brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. And, of course, DPH Rothenberg is always presented by Progressive Insurance. I'd say, are you ready? But I, I know you need a frenzy. I know you're ready for the frenzy, so I'll just say, let's go with the frenzy. Here we go. 1-800-919-3776 on the Twitter, at Rothenberg ESPN. Jason, now remember, no, hey, how you doing? What's going on? Love the shows, whatever. None of that. You get right to your point, or we will, in fact, boop you 
and hang right up on you. Jason in Connecticut. Jason, lead off. Lead us off on the frenzy. Just a quick question. Wanted to hear your thoughts about Mike White after his second full complete game. He looked awful yesterday. Yeah, he looked awful, but I mean that offensive line did him no favors either. Going up against one of the best defenses in in football. Listen, uh, he struggled. It was a, a conglomeration, conglomeration of just just awful, awful offensive play and defensive play. The whole the whole thing was terrible. I don't think you could honestly have script. You can't have scripted like the last four weeks, especially the last two weeks. I mean, you couldn't you couldn't have scripted it worse than it's going right now. No, this was absolutely brutal. Uh, Column in the Bronx, you're on the frenzy. Column. What are your expectations for OBJ this week and for the rest of the year? You can't have much for this week, I wouldn't think. Guy joining the team on Friday, you wouldn't expect big things from him. Well, they need him now, right? Well, I mean, it looks like he's going to actually he's going to return punts. It sounds like try to get the ball in his hands as much as possible. I- I'm sure they'll have a handful of different different plays, different routes that he'll run. Because there's no way he steps right in and I mean and is able to no. to learn the playbook. No. I, w- I wouldn't think so. Listen, if he goes out there and plays well tonight, God bless him. If you can sign with the team on Friday, learn the offense, and be good immediately, then then God bless you. I think it's going to take a little bit of time, but they need him to be good now. I mean, it's Cooper Cup and, and who else? Van Jefferson? Van Jefferson, I, Higby. Higby? Yeah, but I mean, you got to believe Sean McVay is just going to do... I mean, he'll simplify things for OBJ. I'm sure Matt Stafford at the line is like, when they're in the huddle, will tell him exactly what... You know what he needs to do. They'll find creative ways to get the ball in his hands, right? Even if it's you know, hundred you know, percent wide receiver screens, whatever it is. Because that's what's been missing, though, right? I mean, those are the things that you loved about OBJ. It's like you know, quick slant. All of a sudden, before you know it, it's you know, it's seventy five yards, yards for a house. touchdown. Yeah, you haven't seen that at all in in years, really. Uh, Luke and Fairlong, Luke, you're on the frenzy, my man. Hey, good morning. It's oh, come on. What no, a terrible... On, he's a Jet what, I mean, fan. Stop it. Give oh a break. Oh, God. What a terrible job by you. Mm. Uh, you know it's the frenzy. You know there's no good mornings. He's how upset. you do and, and he just he breaks every cardinal rule of the frenzy. Hey, followed by good morning. If he would have brought his own boop to the table, it would have been more appropriate than that. Armani and Queens. Armani, you're on the frenzy. Who has a better chance of winning the AFC East, uh, Omar's lackluster Bills or my uh, great pass? Right mm. now, the better team feels like the Patriots. It, uh, I'll still say the Bills, but uh, that that line is is narrowing by the moment. I love the fact that they're going to play twice. I know. I mean, you got them. I mean, week thirteen they play in Buffalo, and then you got them week sixteen in New England. Now, New England is six and four, right? They have not had their bye yet. Week uh, Week fourteen is their bye. Week fourteen. They're um, they're Thursday night in Atlanta, right? And then they got Tennessee in Tennessee at home. Okay. Then they're at the Buffalo Bills, and then they got their bye. And they come out of the bye at Indy, home versus the Bills, Jacksonville, and then at Miami to finish up. Are you upset that New England so quickly? Yes. Is just kind of, you are? Yep. I'm I'll be even more upset if Miami gets Deshaun Watson, too. Well, that's going to happen. Well, I don't know now. Who knows? Now, I mean, maybe there's more teams involved now. Well, you better hope so. But I still, come on. If you had to bet on it, you'd bet that he goes to uh, to Miami. Well, that's where he wants to go. Yeah. But, I mean, if, if Houston just says, hey, listen, you just sit and rot. 
We're not trading that's where Miami. he wants to go, and that's who wants him. And they already said they would give up three ones and two twos for him. Okay, but who can give up better picks, Miami or Philly, if Philly wants him? Yeah, all right, we'll see. I don't think Philly's going to go after him. Dave and Elizabeth. Dave, you're on the frenzy. Uh, look, I just turned 40 in September. And I'm September a what? Dave, I September know, what? Is it possible you know. that I can change teams at 40? No. No. You can't. No. No. You can't. You can't change teams at forty. I'm and I don't want to hear it. you say otherwise, Rick. I'm all for it. No, you can't. He can't change teams. I know. I'm you not want forty to. yet. You're I turned thirty nine. Doesn't work like that. I turned thirty nine in September. I have. I. I got a year left. Wait. You turned thirty nine for the second time in September. Yes. Right. Well, I don't count the COVID year. That doesn't count. So then, then I'm really only forty seven. Correct. Okay. Uh, so by you the way, sign off on this guy changing teams? No, I can't do that. Yep. No. You can't. Now you can get emotionally involved with a player or a coach. You can't completely change teams. You can't do it. No. We are human mofies. Although the the Mets are the Mets are, are trying to make us quit. They're but trying. You can't. You can't. You're not allowed. Especially no, I know. Now I that you're forty. I'm thirty nine. Not you. That gentleman who's forty says, "Can I pick up and switch teams?" The answer is an emphatic, "No way." Brian in Bergen. What are we doing for you? I got a question for uh, yeah. the frenzy. What are we doing for your fiftieth? Well, we're not there yet. No, I'm just saying we I, we should start. We'll, planning we'll now. probably plan a dinner party, which RJ will say he can't then go to. I once played blackjack for 36 straight hours. No, we need more than a dinner party. This is 50, man. 50. What do you want to do? Are you think in Vegas? Uh, I'm thinking whatever you want. The slot machines are for losers, and for the Super Bowl, naked, fully naked, naked. Because in all reality, I mean, 40, you feel good. Okay, I could probably, I should, if I take care of myself. Fingers well, I'm, I'm like, I'm like half. I could still have more than halfway to go here. At, At 40. 50, there's no way. At Good no, 50 times! Years, the best days will clearly be behind me when I hit 50, yes. Did you get on the uh, on the hog? Unless all of a sudden, yeah, at 50 you start, I mean, midlife, maybe you want to get the get on a hog or two or just I mean, experiment. Like grow up. Like you grow up. <laughs> no. I could see me and you. Vegas. Rent Vegas? a couple bikes. <laughs> you let him go to Vegas, you're definitely not going to see him. RJ would agree to go to Vegas, and then it turns out he has like a family you know, get together, and then all of a sudden, I sorry guys, I can't, I can't make the trip. Me, you, RJ in the sidecar on my bike, Santiago on his bike, just rolling down the strip. Oh, Vegas. I love it! <laughs> Wild hogs, <laughs> I, I, I love it. Motorcycle. You know what was on TV yesterday that I had that I turned off for a second? Was the Hangover Three <laughs> when that made idiot's, a Hangover Three? Yeah, when that idiot's riding down. You know, you had to have seen it when the idiot's riding down the freeway with the uh, with this with this pet giraffe. <laughs> oh, with uh, Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, the kids like the kids are like, oh, look, he's got a giraffe. And he's like, yeah, it's my pet giraffe. Yeah, I think I did. What? Yeah, uh, what, what's his name is in there? Ken, Ken Jong is also in that yes. one, right? Yeah, yeah. Is that when they wind up in Mexico or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah I've seen that's a terrible movie. And then he well, goes under to... the underpass with the, with the giraffe. <laughs> let's go to Brian and Bergen. Good, good morning, Brian. You're on the frenzy. What do you think? What do you think Drew Locke did to Vic Fangio's family that he won't play him no matter what? I think he's turnovers. Yeah, he's terrible. It's turnovers. I think he's. I think that Vic Fangio was pissed too at what happened last year with what they did in that quarterback room. Got themselves with the COVID stuff. End up having to play a wide receiver, a quarterback. That was. I, awful. I don't think he trusts him. Well, clearly not, because I mean Bridgewater is just a guy. You know, his did games you see, he's good. Did you see the 
Did you see the business decision that Teddy Bridgewater made yesterday? On the fumble from Slay? Oh, my goodness. He didn't want any part of that tackle. That was wild that he took that to the house. You know who went to that game yesterday? No, who was at that? Gunley. Andrew Gunley yes. was at that game. Yeah, he was on one of his little... Uh, he took one of his, uh, we share beds on a hotel, yes. you know, uh, kind of yeah. trip. Don't uh, scream don't don't defend the them. I think they call it, uh, I think it was Tummy Sticks 2021. Is what they yeah. call it's not fair. That's great. That's right. Tidy Whitey's uh, 2021 is <laughs> yeah. what that... Look, that I'll get behind anything. <laughs> uh, spooning spooning with your friends in, in Tidy Whitey's is not... <laughs> Mile high spooning with friends. And there you have it. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I'll give it to you whenever you want it. Looking for more access to the show? Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. Rex Ryan here on the show. Rex, I don't even know what what to say. Like, there's so many ways I could attack this interview with you with the Jets, but I I guess let's just say this. Is the Mike White experiment now over with this team? Yeah, but, I mean, it should have been over before this game. Like, there are some people that actually thought that this kid, like, hey, we might have found our quarterback. Yeah, it's Zach Wilson. Like, stop already. And, you know, I I loved it when the kid, they interviewed him last week, and he goes, I should have been the first overall pick. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. Did he play another sport or something? (laughs) <laughs> like I'm not. Was he a hockey player? Was he a you know a baseball player? But he damn sure wasn't going to be the first overall pick in football. But we saw that the he had to, you know it's good get the four interceptions out of the way and, and get out of here. You had your moment in the sun. Great congratulations. But I mean, come on, it's Zach Wilson is is the guy. He's got the talent. I told you the most talented guy the Jets have had played the position since Joe Namath. Give the kid a chance, and let's see what happens. It was good he didn't play, Rex. It was good. Yeah, After watching absolutely. that, it was good he didn't play. He come Now, all of a sudden, he's, he's healthy. Mike White stunk, so people want Zach back, and they're playing Miami. So hopefully that that works out well. Here's what hasn't worked out well is, is the defense. I mean, four games, they've given up 175 points. Historically bad, like not even competitive. Um, you tell me. Because I'm watching that game. I actually watched you know, Buffalo play Jacksonville, how Jacksonville defended Buffalo. They scored six points. And then I watched yesterday, and I guess it was someone's idea because this is what they do is, you know, we'll single up with Steph Diggs, and we'll just hope for the best. And then you come out of halftime after, you know, getting exposed, and first possession, same exact same exact thing. How – you explain it to me how, how that's, that's possible. Yesterday, when Steph Diggs, I feel like, is the only one. They don't like to run the ball. Is the guy you would circle on the whiteboard and say, this is the one guy that can't wreck today's game is Steph Diggs. Well, it's just they're special. I mean, I look at it as, you know, like this defense is is, is abysmal. And when you guys were and, – and other people, I mean, Bart was, was, a, was, was telling me that, oh, no, their defense is playing hard. I'm like, what? No, they don't. Like that this is this is a horrendous defense. And you know, now they're gonna use well, we never had our safety. So what? Everybody has a million injuries, let alone a you know, a above average safety you're missing. I remember playing without five corners. It never looked like this. I think we were fifth in the league that year in defense. This guy's supposed to be a defensive guru. I heard everything and I take it personal on this one. Everything I heard about was, well, this guy's a lot like a lot like myself, 
But, you know, without the, the bad part, yeah, well, some of the bad part you need. Because this team doesn't play with any any damn heart. They, I mean, that, that's the thing that's disappointing to me. And don't ever compare this guy to me, this Robert Sala to me. Because statistically, one time they were like a top defense. All right? He, and and four out, here's one thing they're going to be familiar with. Four out of five years, all right, the, the 49ers were dead last in their division. So he's going to be dead last again. So he's used to that. So to me, I'm a little pissed off about it when, when I hear that this guy, you know, his background's a lot, lot like yours. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. And, and quit trying to tell the, the New York fan base that he's going to be, you know, his, he's going to be like me as a defensive minded guy or whatever. I had a clue of how to handle a, a rookie quarterback. I, I also never got my, my, my uh, butt kicked like this. You know, in a four-game stretch, ever, even when I never had corners or whatever it was, never made excuse and never, never put a a product out there like this. So I, I'm I'm sick and tired of it. The Jets need a hell of a lot better effort from everybody, from coaches, players, you name it. They need a better effort. And you're getting embarrassed by your own division, now, Rex. I mean, here's the thing, though, because I agree with you. I mean, we were sold he's a rookie head coach, but his I mean his expertise is the defensive side of the ball. So naturally, I just feel like okay, though that should translate to our defense, even if you're not calling the plays. Like at what point, if you're Robert Sala, you have to step in and take control, or at least I mean, at least try to change whatever's happening. Yeah, no, it doesn't matter. Like it, it's it's almost like well, he's not involved with it right now. He can say that. Well, I I'm, I wasn't involved in it. This guy's calling the defense. What? Dude, it's got your name on it. You're responsible. You're the head coach. You're responsible for everything that goes on with that football team. Okay? From from defense, offense, special teams. That That's that's your thing. And whatever. What, he's going to get better playing cover three every snap? Like, okay, go ahead. That's what he, that's what he, he laid his teeth on. All right? You know, so it, it ain't going to get better. Like, this, this team is I, – I, I don't get it. And it's embarrassing as hell. You gave up in a four-week span. Let's let's see here. Forty. You gave up fifty-four points, yep. thirty-one points, forty-five points, forty-five points. So if anything, at least they're they've become consistent. Now they're giving up forty-five a game. But it pisses me off that being a New York Jet fan, I want to see a hell of a lot better effort out of this group. And and that's. That's where I'm ticked off. The best thing happened, I think you're right, Zach Wilson got to sit back and never had to play in this. Okay? We got to recognize the fact this is the guy that's going to take us forward, Zach Wilson. Let's get behind him. The fact that Mike White went out there and was, you know, stunk up the joint, I think is a good thing. All right? Because it's clear cut that Zach Wilson is our guy moving forward. Now, do whatever we can to protect him. You know, move forward with with a young quarterback, and 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 treat him like that. Don't treat him like he's a ten year veteran. You know, he, he's a rookie guy. Let let's get behind that, recognize that fact, and at the rest of the season, let's get him better. And I think that's what we need to do. And your defense needs to play with a hell of a lot more pride. A a, a fiery Rex Ryan with DPH and Rothenberg on a Monday morning, ninety eight seven ESPN. So we have Jets fans, Rex, this morning. I'm, I'm done. I can't watch it anymore. It's nauseating. It's repulsive. I think somebody called earlier and said they should hire you as GM um, to move forward here. But it's still early 
in Robert Sala's tenure here with the Jets, right? It's nine games in, and I understand you're upset and frustrated, and yeah. it, lo- it looks terrible. Big picture, should the Jets fan be really worried that this guy is just not a, a capable coach, or is it just too early for that conversation? No, something has to change. Look, uh, I, uh, Woody Johnson's not going to come in and, and fire Robert Sala, okay? But Robert Sala needs to take a look, you know, a deep look in the mirror and say, what the hell is going on, okay? You got you got one of the greatest jobs in, in America being the head coach of the Jets, okay? But what the Jet fans want, they want damn pride. They, they, they don't want a team that's going to give up like uh, – like, I'd much rather see uh, – Detroit's never won a game. They're the worst team uh, that I've seen in the NFL in a long, long time. They had 40 yards passing going into overtime yesterday. Yet the fire and energy and passion that coach has, I would trade for that in a second. But that's what we need out of Sala. And if it, that ain't you, then we do have the wrong damn guy. So that's that's what I want to see out of, out of him. And if he's got to challenge his coaches, that's what you got to do. Look, I got in fights with coaches, all right, and my own staff that nobody knows about because they weren't passionate enough. Because that's what the New York fan base wants. They want that kind of energy and that kind of passion. And, and Jet fans, don't give up on this team. That's your team, all right? They just got to fix some things. They, they need to, to come in and bring in those kind of players that are going to play with that kind of passion, that kind of fight. See, that's the one thing. There's been numerous things, but doing this job now as opposed to playing and now becoming a fan myself, there's nothing worse as a fan than feeling like you care more about the game than your team does. And that's how you feel right now. I mean, it's just it's it's not even competitive. Rex Ryan joins us here on the show. Rex, Dave asked this question to me before the show. I'm interested to see what you think. Um, Buffalo's got a great defense. They can't run the ball, don't want to run the ball. Patriots right now, I mean, between the defense, their ability to run the ball, in that division – Patriots or Bills? Who are you taking? I'm taking the Bills. Uh, definitely going to take the Bills. I, I, I think what's going to happen is when those two teams play head-to-head, New England's making a living playing all their man coverage stuff, and, and that works against a lot of bad football teams. And it's going to work against Buffalo. All right, That plays right into the hands of the Buffalo Bills. You guys mentioned it before about how Diggs, you know, matching him up one-on-one. Well, that didn't work. Like no. Diggs is going to beat anybody you got one-on-one. All right, those type of matchups, their speed and all that. And by the way, Josh Allen isn't isn't like some of these quarterbacks. He destroys man coverage. So to me, that uh, that you know, it, it's a bad matchup for New England. And and I, I think Buffalo's will will uh, win this division. Uh, Rex Ryan with us here, ninety eight seventy ESPN. Rex, last one from me, Kansas City. I mean, they were they looked awful against the Giants. They looked terrible last week. They looked brutal against Green Bay, and last night. Oh, boy, did they look good. I mean, Mahomes was sensational. Five touchdowns, 400 yards. Have they righted the ship? Are they back to being the favorites in that division in your mind, or was it just one really good week and and you don't know? Well, it's still – the one thing is their defense has actually played better. This last month they've been getting better. And so, you know, that that had to improve, obviously. Uh, But this just showed that, look, Patrick Mahomes destroys cover three defenses, and that's what Gus Bradley and the – the Raiders play, and unlike other times, you know, other teams are playing two high safeties. They're mixing their coverages: two, four, eight, six, all, all those different coverages that you get out of two high safeties. This guy, Gus Bradley, plays one front, one coverage, similar to Robert Sala with the the cover three scheme, and Patrick Mahomes is going to destroy that. 
and and he did. And you know, so to me, I don't know if they fixed that offense yet, but I expected to, you know, that it was a bad matchup for the Raiders and and uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes had a phenomenal day. So uh, yeah, look, they're always going to be dangerous. When you have an elite quarterback, a franchise quarterback like Patrick Mahomes is, you'll always have a chance. Rex, I'm not even going to ask you a question. I'm just going to ask for a favor, please, please, because every time we talk to you, I get fired up. And if I played football, I would love to play for you. Promise me that when I do eventually get a head coaching job, if call it whatever <laughs> it ends up being, that I can, you'll, I, you'll be on my staff with me. Not I know you're happen. a big Predators fan. I, I need you on the staff. <laughs> no, nah, I'd be the goaltending coach, but and you know I was a horrendous goalie, by the way. <laughs> but you know, stand up goalie and all that. But I was a big kid, so my goals against was pretty good. <laughs> I'll take it. Whatever you want to coach, as long as you're coaching something, I'll take it. The two of you guys uh, would be the, the dream duo uh, wherever you wind up. Now, Rex, uh, I don't know if you're going to have Rick next week. He said if Miami scores 40 or more points against the Jets this coming weekend, he is not going to do the show next Monday. He will take the day off. All right, I'm going to go on the lim- uh, you know out there on the limb and say that's actually not going to happen. So <laughs> I'm thinking that the Jets D is going to show up, and we're looking at maybe 20, maybe give up 24 points next week. Okay. Rex, we appreciate it. We know the podcast. It's outstanding. You and Bart Scott organized chaos. Great stuff as always. And I have a feeling that it'll be uh, me and Rick next week talking to you. So good stuff. We'll talk to you. Have a great day. Have a great All right. Week. Take care, guys. All right. Good stuff. That That is Rex Ryan, who is he he really is not happy with Robert Sala now, huh? No. How could you be? I mean, how could you be at the moment? But that was the comparison. I mean, that's that's because of how fiery. Robert Sala was on the sidelines in, in San Francisco as a defensive coordinator. We thought that would, I mean, that would follow him here to New York. And I understand he's trying to find his way. I mean, you see glimpses of it, you know, glimpses of it occasionally, that passion, that emotion. But I mean, that's the thing. Rex is right. Like he can hide behind, you know, Jeff Ulbrich is the one making making the play calls, but it's going to fall on him, and it should. It absolutely it should. should fall I mean, that's on the him. expectation. He's, he's the CEO of this team. Yeah, but fair or not, that's the expectation. The offense struggles. He's a defensive guy. You're going to blame, you know, Mike LaFleur is going to get blamed, right? It's his, it's, it's his issue because that's not Robert Sala's specialty. The, the same cannot be said about the defense. Like at a certain point, you got to realize that if the defense stinks, you'll be the one that's going to get blamed for it. You can fire the defensive coordinator, but you'll be the one that gets blamed for it. It'll hurt your reputation. Uh, and, and it's hurting his reputation as we speak. Uh, you hear Rex talking about it. You hear the Jets fans talking about it. No one is going to blame your coordinators. It's not, I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. When the Giants' offense is bad, yeah, you know, Jason Garrett gets a little bit. It's, this is Joe Judge's team. It is. And the, the head coach happens, is going to get the bulk of the blame. But how many times do you have to see it happen? Right, like, we get so aggravated when you hear, like, like you played the clip. Najee Harris didn't realize that there were ties oh, God. in the NFL. Or we'll, have, we'll do interviews, and you ask, I forget who it was you asked, and you said, oh, hey, by the way, I mean, you know, this is right, right around Thanksgiving. You know, Dallas is playing. You play Dallas the following week. You're going to be tuned in. Make sure you can kind of, no, nah, I don't watch football. Yeah. And I thought your head was going to explode. Well, that was very bothersome to me, yeah. yeah. But you'd have to understand, like, getting this job, especially in New York, looking at your team, rookie quarterback, youngest roster in the league, there's probably not going to be enough wins. The best thing you can do is make sure your defense looks halfway decent. Because that'll, I mean, that, that'll be something that Jets fans can, can hold on to. Okay, this guy knows what he's doing. Look at our defense. Not... You know, there's no wins, and on top of it, the defense is historically bad. It's worse than it was last year. 
That's the thing that's amazing to me. And this is Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract and no compromise. The defense actually looks worse this year than it did last year. If I got a coaching job, wherever, NHL, college, whatever it is, it's my first head coaching job. And I went in, people were skeptical. This guy's never coached before. And team wasn't very good. If the goalies were the worst in the NHL Reflects or college, on Absolutely. It falls, that falls on me. Reflects, unless you hired a goalie coach and, and paid them out of your own pocket to be that guy. But otherwise, yes, reflects on you. But even if I hired a goalie coach, I would be the one that I can't. How long can I blame the goalie, goalie coach where people are like, hey, dude, why don't you step in then? Right. This like, is Get that under control. This is your forte. A good year, making the plays that move you forward. Good year, more driven. Now, right now is your shot to qualify for the Week 11 pigskin payout. It's your chance to play in the 9870 SPN Sportsbook and win $250 or up to $1,000 for correctly picking the Jets and Miami Dolphins game. Be the first caller right now, 888-9870-SPN to qualify. We'll be selecting our winners this Friday, so keep it locked into DPHR and Rothenberg and the Michael K Show for your pigskin payout. You, you you have to take the Jets to win this week, right? For the thousand bucks. Yeah, yeah. You can't. You can't. Now, take what else are you going to do it? Plus the three to win two fifty. You got to push your chips to the middle of the table and say now, the Jets will the, the Dolphins. This is the time. This is the time. This is the time for Zach Wilson. This is the time for him to step up. You know what? He, I'm glad you led me into this. This is why you're the best in the business. All right. Because I saw something this week, and it was it actually made me more mad. And then obviously the game happened, and then that's just it's too much for me to take. But so they were talking about Mike to Mike White about because Mike White never started a game before till now. Like he's been around up and down practice squad and everything else. But he was with he was with Dallas, and to listen to him talk about all the different things that he learned sitting behind Dak made me so angry. Like it's. Because he's 100% right. Like, the things that you learn in a film room with an offensive coordinator and a quarterback coach, yeah, that's great. But then to see Dak or whoever the veteran quarterback mm-hmm. is, as far as, like, the little nuances and everything else, you can't get that from the coaching staff. No, I'm sure it must have driven you crazy. And I thought oh. that Santiago must have been so happy seeing what a leader and how much you can learn behind the great Dak Prescott. All right. Speaking of Santiago, I I don't want to pander for the number one star, but I said I'd be kind all day, and I have been nothing short of that. But, Raymond, it's up to you. Three stars of the day. Today's three stars. And I'll keep it short and sweet, but on that note, um, I mean, everyone on this show is miserable about uh, how their teams play, so one of us may as well be happy, and it may as well be me. How about you, Joe? Self-centered little you-know-what. Well, you know. Number two. Uh, number two, I will give to you, Dave, because you have been well-behaved and you have avoided taking the shots at people. So mm-hmm. I am proud of you in that sense, although here at the end of the show, you kind of tooted your own horde a little bit, so that kind of takes some of the luster off. If Dave could toot his own horde, he absolutely would. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> number one. And number one, uh, we've got a fight song at the Glorious Glory University. Yes. Uh, th- things are really coming along here. Maybe we get a mascot tomorrow. Maybe a university. Uh, University Hall, a stadium. Think, think, things are really coming along at Glory University, so proud of them. All right, and, and Glory University on Twitter, at Glory University, uh, approaching 100 followers. So uh, great job by, by the fire. I don't think they even have a nickname yet. I don't even believe they have a nickname yet. You see that uh, Dr. Joe Rogan said that he could toot his own horn? He's that flexible? 
Horn Tooting 101 at Glory University. All right, coming up at 8 o'clock this morning, KJM, Jay Williams, Keyshawn Johnson. Uh, we welcome the guys in this morning. <laughs> Key, I mean. What's the, up, fellas? What's up, man? What's up, How are you? We Good, appreciate man. you guys joining us every day. Uh, guys, I don't know what to say about the Jets. I know you're going to jump right off there in the 8 o'clock hour, but the, the, the Jets were bad last year. They, they might be worse this year, Key. Yeah, they, they, you know, man, they look, it starts at the top. And I, and I hate to be that guy always jumping on the general manager and Joe Douglas. And, but it starts there. You got to get some players, and, you gotta, and the guys got to coach them up. And I don't think that the Jets have got the players that many had thought, and I don't think they've been coached up correctly. And I'll just say this, guys. I, I hope this can stop the whole Mike White, Mike White <laughs> debate about starting quarterback. I mean, look, he never really stood a chance coming out against Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier, considering the way they lost to the Jags. I mean, even the first interception, first play of the game, uh, just speaks volumes about I, where Zach Wilson, I hope I can see what he learned coming back after watching the Mike White experiment. That was the only good thing to come out of yesterday, was that that was Mike White, not Zach Wilson. And now all the fans will be clamoring to get Zach Wilson back. Um, Key, Jay, tell me, promise me, because Rex promised me this is going to happen. I, I made a statement earlier in the show that if the Jets' defense, which is horrendous, Allows 40-plus to Miami. I'm taking Monday off. Maybe Tuesday. Maybe Wednesday. I don't know. I may check myself into a CD motel. Can you promise me that that's not going to happen next week, please? I don't know it's going to be 40, but it's going to be a lot. It's going to be more than what the Jets score. Let's put it that way. Y'all, Miami's playing. They're playing a revitalized football, y'all. I mean, they've been finding ways to to win games. I I just don't, you know, Key, when he says he starts from the top with Joe Douglas, I think there's a lot of questions around where this organization decides to go, and who is the right person to lead the organization into the future. The, the last one for me, and, and it's quick. I know you guys got to get back to your show, but Joe Douglas. You know, it feels like um, Dave Gettleman gets all the slings and arrows in New York because he's just, in my mind, been dreadful. But this is year three now with Joe Douglas, and look at this, look at this roster, guys. It's, it's putrid. Well, I think, there's, I think he, he's got a couple guys that – I thought, you know, it's like, okay, I don't mind Mims for where he got picked. Uh, Moore's a young guy still. I don't mind that for where he got picked. You know, Carter at the running back spot. Eh. You know, you you look at Beckton, he's been out and injured. Eh. And so you start to point to some stuff. But I don't know if they hit on Robert Sala. I just don't know that that's that. I don't know because you know how it all is. You get this hot name coach that got all these players around him that makes him look good, and in the end, he can't take that system and turn bad players into good players with his system because he had good players to start with. I will ask you guys this question before we go. Are you questioning the Sam Darnold decision now? No. 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 Okay. no. Oh, my goodness. Like they're, they're, no. They're, for all the bad things, you look at a couple things, you're like, oh, okay, all right. But to, I mean, but to Keith's point, I mean, none of it. Listen, I mean, roster's bad. He pointed to a couple players. If Zach Wilson proves he can play, Joe Douglas will look like a good GM, and Robert Sala will look like a good head coach. Exactly. And yep. when is that proof? No, listen. Hopefully, hopefully against Miami. We, on we Sunday. could be years away. We could be years away. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow morning. Uh, enjoy the Mike White Jets conversation, which comes up right now. We appreciate it, guys. We'll talk to you. Uh-huh. All right, boys. All right. That, of course, is uh, Jay Williams and, and Keyshawn Johnson, two thirds of KJM and. Boy, I mean, it's it's hard to have anything optimistic to say about the uh, the New York Jets at the moment. But if they don't allow 40, at least you'll be with me next Monday. So we got that going for us, which is 
which is nice. It's rule 76. No excuses. Plague a champion. It's DPHO Rothenberg and Corey Davis. Corey Davis. <laughs> On 987 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the DPHO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 to 8 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.